Welcome to LOA Today. Walt Thiessen and Life Coach Joel Elson here. Today is Thursday, June the 28th, 2018, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, your first daily dose of happy for the day. And we hope your Thursday's off to a great start. Joel, get to talk to you once a week, so I got to take advantage of it. How you doing, guy? Things are fantastic here. Uh, you know, we're, we're really dead center. I know dead center, not really, but of summer. <laughs> it feels like it. Uh, nice and warm and uh, you know, a lot of good things are happening. So, uh, I'm continuing on an incredible path. I, I, I just, uh, I always love doing the show. I say that every week, but it's such a great turn in the week and it helps, it helps me and hopefully it helps other people. I know it helps you as well when we work, we just get to spend that time talking. So it's great to be here. Oh yeah. It's so much fun. I mean, and, and I know that, uh, actually when I first came up with the idea of your daily dose of happy, it was the shows you and I did for all those years that made me think of that because it made me feel happy every day. So I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> that, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we, we were chatting just before we got gone here about uh, the topic for the day, which is that, uh, you know, you woke up today. We all woke up today. Everyone who's listening to this woke up today. And so the question is, what are we going to do with the day? Because it's completely up to us. Um, that's one reason why we encourage people to listen to the podcast. It's a good way to get into that positive, in the vortex feeling kind of place. And, uh, you know, so I, I'll start off by asking you, Joel, like, you know, I know things are going well, but what's been going well? Anything really interesting you'd like to share or fun or exciting? Well, it, you know, you, you have, uh, you know, I truly, I try to, you know, I try to live with that concept that you're talking about. Each day is an independent life in a sense. You know, it's, it's, it, you know, so many people wake up uh, for me and I'll speak for me. I uh, There was a period of time when I would wake up and the influence of, uh, the past, uh, greatly affected my present. And I, 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 you know, lived in a negative vortex in the sense of well, all this bad stuff has happened. So it's obviously going to continue to happen. So that sort of populated my mindset. And of course, the law of attraction then provided me with a day matching that mindset. Um, and when I, you know, as I started making awakenings, I, I realized that each independent day has its own ability to be as good or as bad as I, I, I feel it to be. And I was in control of that. So it, 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 you know, like this week in particular, for example, I mean, I, when I, I say, and I'm, I'm sure there are my, a lot of my Facebook people get tired of, okay, another great day for Joel. Woohoo. You know, I mean, just, <laughs> well, uh, no, not based uh, on the reactions I, I, you get. I mean, you get some pretty good reactions on those posts. So, I mean, maybe occasionally, but not too yeah. many of them get that way. Well, and I'm sure there's people that, you know, it, it, you know, it can, you know, it, it, that's why I try not to be so redundant with it. But at the same time, this week in particular, like Tuesday, I, I I had uh, two or three new clients that uh, came in. You know, the, a lot of my typical clients, younger people, with uh, they haven't been traditionally able to uh, uh, find any any therapy or anything that really uh, matched with them. And and so that day in particular of those new clients, they they all were just super excited by the concepts. And even in our first session. And so, you know, when you're doing something you love and you see people benefit from it and you get texts from them later in the day, so I'm really excited about working with you. I really, I actually believe what you told me. I really, this oh, isn't some great. rambling, yeah. yeah, yeah, rambling thing that you want to talk about what happened to me when I was two. Uh, <laughs> it's something that is effective in my life today. And, and that's, you know, and that's what the law of attraction, that's what that's, that our topic leads us to. Uh, you know, I, I get comments from a traditional therapist a lot of times about that I, I tend to discount the past and the traumas, and I'm not saying they're not super relevant in mental health overall, 
But as far as today goes, they're only as relevant as you allow them to be. True. And and that that idea that you know, that somehow the the energy of the past is is has anything to do other than what you allow it to do with today is just so you know it it doesn't mean anything what happened in the past or worrying about the outcome of what's going to happen tomorrow. It, it's uh, uh, you know I, I have a, a you know several cases of of people that were worried about oh my gosh this is the worst thing coming up and and they spent years or sometimes months or sometimes years of just worrying about what's about to happen. And it turns out none of it ever came about, or if it (laughs) did come about, they were able to handle it, you know, and, and, and I always like to use the, one year ago today, what were you worried about? What was bothering you a year ago today? Odds are you're not going to have a very specific thing because the things you worried about a year ago today have already come and gone. You've already dealt with them. Mm-hmm. They seemed overwhelming to many people at the time, but they're not. They're, they weren't, and you're still here. So after a period of time in your life, you have to understand we have the ability. We have a success rate uh, unmatched of of dealing with what happens. Uh, we're able to move on, and once you can accept that and not allowing the the negativity of the past to come in and and destroy the day. So here is today. What am I going to do with it? It isn't in anyone else's control but me. And that's the piece that just excites me every day. I, I'm in control of what I do today. I, you know, if I if I choose, I need a rest day, and and I want to rest. I, I, can they be a restful day? It could be a productive day. It could be whatever. But I'm not the victim of the day. I get to choose my day, and that's that's the piece of the law of attraction that dictates the most exciting thing. Uh, by invite, you get to choose what you're going to invite into your life. And, and that's what a lot of people, well, I, I don't get a choice. I have to go to work or I have to do these things. Or you could look at it in another way. You get to go to work and you get to do things that a lot of people would love to do. How many people would love to be in your situation? No matter how bad your situation is or you perceive it to be, there's somebody that would love to be in your situation. It's, it's just something that when you look at it from different angles, it, it allows a new perspective of the day. And that's what I love. It, it's, it is what the law of attraction offers us. And is, is, is part of the, the ability to simplify life on a level that, you know, most people want to complicate it. But this law of attraction really allows us to simplify it. Oh, it's really true. In fact, you almost made me regret something I posted today uh, on Facebook. I, I posted a response to something, and I didn't really regret it. But the, but the part that I kind of regret a little bit is I didn't say what you just said about you have the choice. It's completely up to you what you're going to do. Um, th- this person, I think it was a young woman, had posted something to the effect um, my boyfriend just broke up with me and I'm so miserable. How do I stop thinking about it? I mean, that wasn't the exact wording, but it was something to that effect. And, you know, people were giving all kinds of responses. And I actually listed a, a bunch of things. Well, you could get therapy, you could do hypnotherapy, you know, you could do tapping, you could do um, the Abraham Hicks bridging technique. I mean, there are a number of things you can do, but it didn't occur to me to say, but really all you have to do is just decide you want to change your mind, change to something else. I wish yeah. I had said that. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned, uh, you know, there's tons of uh, Facebook groups, Law of Attraction, Abraham Hicks groups. And in the last, and I probably belong to 30 of them. And in the last week or two, I've probably removed myself from about half of them. Because there's, there's, I'm finding there is an unintentional backlash of negativity in there. I mean, it, it, one lady posted in one of my groups the other day, she, she apparently didn't like one of the posts in there. And she said, 
please remove me from the group. Real big letters, you know, and first of all, you don't need to post that. You just need to remove yourself from the group. True. Well, then you have five people underneath saying, don't let the door hit you in the butt on the way out, basically. <laughs> uh, and, 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 then it, and then it turns into a debate of whether they're negative or not negative. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this, this is I, – I found myself – and, and I, I, I said, you know, me, you know, my best responses to this is no response and yeah. to just remove myself from it. I'm in charge of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I will often see, uh, you know, whether – so. And, and, again, I use social media in a different way than a lot of people do. I, I, I use it. I keep it strictly positive. I do not allow political debates to take place in my discussions. I remove all that stuff. Um, I, I keep it simply about what on topic with my belief system. Occasionally I'll, I'll put something funny up there, but at the same time, I, I just don't get into the other stuff. I'm in charge of that because I understand that's a rabbit hole for me. I can get into debating anything and that that's that i used to enjoy that and right now i i find myself it's best not to comment uh for me it's best not to comment because i, I just don't you know the, the answer is very simple and no one wants to hear the answer because it's too simple it's you know every question is well you're in charge of that you get to determine that and yeah. and it, it, it they don't like that they they want the the fifteen paragraph answer because it it would be if it's as simple as that then that means they're responsible for it and that doesn't always match the victim mentality that a lot of people are in you know the law of attraction doesn't work for me and my response is you're right it doesn't and then and then they'll respond well what do you mean it doesn't work for me <laughs> well you said it you know I'm I'm just agreeing with what you're saying because. You, you said it, and that's what your reality is. So it doesn't. It's working. It's just not working for you. And, and it, it, it's just, you'll see within that this, this unintentional, and this, this is not critical of people. This is where people have gone on for years and years. The, 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 our society has, has slowly and, and sort of subtly turned into the victim mentality of, of there's zero our fault, there's zero our responsibility, and we're living a life that's being dictated to us, and that's that's the opposite of the truth. It, it we, we we have no life being dictated to us. We have. You know, I have a um, one of uh, uh, my dear friends, a therapist in town, and she uh, her specialty is working with uh, uh, the gay, lesbian, transgender population, and she's an incredible lady. And uh, she will often get into these just ridiculous debates with people on online on, on, on social media about you know, views of, of those issues. And she said, I get frustrated that there's zero tolerance. And I said, so you have zero tolerance for zero. Yeah, tolerance. I love it. That's great. Um, <laughs> and she laughed and I said, I said, why do you engage? Why do you go look for that? You know, why don't you surround yourself with like-minded people? You're not going to change that population. And so to get frustrated with someone who is so set in their ways and to believe you're going to change their mind is it sets you up for failure. Mm -hmm. And so she's working hard on not getting involved in that. She, she, one of her things is sort of funny. She's, she truly has, she has celiac, so she cannot have gluten. Well, there, you know, that, that's also a big fad in a lot of people that, you know, I'm, I'm gluten intolerant. And, and so there's a lot of people that will joke about, yes, that the new thing is gluten and it really bugs her that people say all these comments and I go, you're choosing to read the comments. Mm. That's, 
That's the piece that we do. What do we choose to look at? When you turn on, if you're, if you're, you know, whichever side of the political fence you're on, when you turn on Fox News and you're a, you tend to have a liberal leaning, you can't get mad at what Fox, that's what Fox News does. You that's just, right. it, it's, it's, you're setting yourself up to get angry. It, it's like I have a, one of my very ultra, ultra, alt, I mean, really, really far right people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're, they're so far right, they're almost left. It's just crazy <laughs> how, how hardcore they are. And, and what every year he will watch the, like the, the award shows, like mm-hmm. the Academy Awards, Music Awards, and then post furiously about how angry he is about what the liberal media is saying. And I said, so you know what they're going to say. You watch it, and then you get angry at what they say. You, it's your fault. It's not what they say. It's your fault for tuning it in. Because you're, you're, you're truly, you know, they'll say tilting at windmills. I mean, you're truly just choosing ridiculous battles that you set yourself up. And why that matters to the audience isn't about politics. It's about understanding why, why would you do that? Because the law of attraction operates independently of all that stuff. Uh, but it can affect your mindset into a negative. The world's falling apart. You know, it, it, it's right now, you know, there, there's the, 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 so many people on the left are like, oh, everything's falling apart. They, not, you're not really. I mean, it's, it, there is a shift in some stuff, but it's not falling apart. No. And, and it, it's, it's a very difficult thing to watch and then not have it affect you. So as I've said for a long time, um, I, you know, I, I just turn off the news and I, I, some can't help but filter through, but I don't intentionally watch, especially traditional news, which isn't traditional news. It's a, it's a, a, they're leaning one way or another in reporting. And then you can get angry with that. So that's sort of the concept today. When you get to choose today, what are you going to do with it? That's a piece of it. Do I choose to allow others to anger me, especially in scenarios where I know I'm going to be angry? Yeah, oh, absolutely. <clears throat> I agree with you. In fact, uh, well, actually, I, I would also uh, reframe one little piece of that uh, because I, I have adopted the Abraham Hicks uh, saying and, and reworded it into a more positive frame. The uh, the Abraham Hicks saying is, you can't get it wrong, you'll never get it done. I've turned that into, you always get it right and the road goes on forever because it just feels better that way. And the first right. part of that, you can never get it wrong, which I've turned into, you always get it right. That's my way of reminding myself that really there is no such thing as fault. It's not like you're really at fault. It's just that you set yourself up. I mean, you, you basically, the, the guy who's who's tuning into the uh, the award shows over and over again so he can get mad over and over again so he can post about it over and over again is basically right in that he is showing over and over and over again to himself that every time he tunes in, he'll get angry. And he's right. He's right every right. single time. <laughs> he's got he's got that right. one nailed. <laughs> Well, and, and that's sort of the point of, of today you get to choose. What, what are you going to do? It, it, when your environment is that the world's falling apart, it's crumbling, uh, every, our society has is, is lost all morals, and all of these things that you start viewing as becomes your reality, that's what you pick up on in society. You, you look at all the, the things going wrong. On the other hand, if you look at, you know, I, I believe there's more good than bad. I, I see a lot of good things in my life. People, I know a lot of people that are working really hard to fix their lives and, and live a very 
productive, positive mindset. So I'm surrounded. That's my reality. I, I, I know the other stuff exists, but at the same time, I'm choosing which one gets my attention. So my reality is based on where my attention is applied. And that's, that's the, the, the gift that you're saying that you, you can't get it wrong because whatever you're programming, now you can get it wrong in a sense by you get frustrated. You can't get frustrated by the results of what you're guaranteed to have. If you want to, you know, if, if you get furious and it, it, you know, your heart rate goes up because you're hearing, uh, uh, the, some left wing person or, or, or some, you know, I don't know, actress talk about the negative effects of Donald Trump. And then you get angry that she says that. Okay. Well, I, I, you watched it. It isn't a shock that the Academy Awards are going to be political. It's not, you know, it, 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 that, that's not news. Not really. It's no, the I mean, they treat it like news, in. but it's, it's the same thing every year. So at some point you have to draw the conclusion yeah. that, you know, there's a little pattern going on here and I don't think it's going to stop. <laughs> right. Right. Well, it, it, it's, you know, if you go to, uh, again, you go you go to an environment that you just know or or surrounding that, and 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 when you're you're not going to go change anyone. So when people go to protest over stuff, and the other side's protesting, yeah, you know, I, I have I've I've never heard a human being say whether no matter what the issue, but using one of the more divisive ones like abortion, for example, I've never heard anybody go, oh my gosh, well that that screaming person across the aisle for me actually changed my perspective. I'm now on the other side. <laughs> yeah, right. That, that doesn't happen. All it does is reinforce what you believe. Well, you mentioned and, the word protest. I mean, when when was the last time you saw a protester who was actually protesting? They're all anti-testers, right. actually. They're they're all right. testing about they're right. all testamenting about what it is they're against. You don't actually see a protester anymore saying, "I'm in favor of this." It's always, "I'm against that." Right. <laughs> Well, and, and that's that's you know one of the one of the uh, prax- great practitioners of the law of attraction that that uh, never gets credit for her work in law of attraction is Mother Teresa, mm. um, and and she had a really incredible uh, view of things. She was asked by some reporter one time there during the Vietnam War when things were going on, and why aren't you going to the anti-war rallies? And uh, and and he and she goes. Because when I go talk about anti-war, my focus is on war. She said, start having some peace rallies and I'll be there. It, it, you know, your, your focus will be on, yeah, if you're, if you're focusing on the anti, again, the, the, you know, the, they both attract wherever your energy is, the mind doesn't distinguish. When you, when you make peace your point and not anti-Vietnam war, you know. Uh, I mean, so, or- Earlier, I, yeah. I, I laughed when you talked about the uh, person who posted how angry they were about the, the Facebook groups. They're going to leave the group, and everybody was saying, well, don't let the door hit you in the butt on the way out, which which doesn't sound like something to really laugh at. Um, but I was laughing at it because it's so prevalent. I mean, that, that's become my default yeah. way of dealing with the fact there is so much junk out there like that, and people keep repeating it over and over again. And to me, that's become comical. That that That, for me, demonstrates how far I'm coming in my own development because – I'm no longer treating it like, oh my God, here we go again. I'm not treating it as, oh my God, I can't believe they're doing it again. This is funny. It's a different reaction. I'm choosing yeah. a different way to look at it. Well, the same thing applies right. to somebody who looks at the Academy Awards, who's, who's conservative and doesn't like the, the politics in the Academy Awards. Yeah, you can continue to look at it the way you're looking at it. And if you're having fun feeling angry, then you know, go for it. Live it up. Enjoy the anger, you know? 
or you could decide well, to change your perspective. It's up to you. Well, and, and that and that's that's the piece that j- just identifying it when you know you know I mentioned earlier about what was your big concern one year ago? What what was your problem a year ago? Uh, you, you know, what, where are we at? What are we doing? Well, one year ago, if your if your worries or concerns are the same worries and concerns you're having a, a year later, then clearly you keep bringing about those same worries and concerns. And that's really important to to understand that that mindset is sort of the basis every day we wake up that you know, being on topic of our topic today, every day is an independent day. Uh, you know, we we our, our brains can change, our perspectives can change, and we're in charge of all of it. And the idea that launching yourself into a, a mindset set of belief that yesterday somehow has an influence on today unless we allow it to, of course. But as far as in, there, there, there's nothing about yesterday that influences today, period, at all, unless we allow it. So every day, it, and it sounds, again, very cliche, but every day truly has a chance to wake up and do something differently. Most people are conditioned. And I forget the number, but I've heard, I've heard, Many researchers say, but that's always between 90 and 95% of the thoughts that you have yesterday are going to be your thoughts today. Mm. They're redundant in nature. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, and, you know, they, they, they said if you could ever switch that to, you know, 50% of changing new thoughts, then the brain has new ways to do. But you're, you get stuck in patterns and, you know, the, the, the worries and the, the problems and all the stuff that you, you don't realize you're focused on that inner dialogue that you're you're in control of, but yet you have put on autopilot. Uh, it, it it takes effort to change it, but once you do all that, Walt, it's such a a, a, a new beginning. That's what today offers. What am I doing with today? Mm. I, I see people waste today so much, and I used to waste today. So this isn't very. Crit- I'm not being critical of, of people. Uh, I'm just saying I wasted today many times, and. Uh, uh, and, and I have really gone to another place of, I, I don't want to waste today. I want to, that's what that, you know, I feel every day is, is I could post every day was exceptionally good. I mean, it, it just because every day is a new start, new choice, new things. And, and I have things I don't like that happen during the day, but my energy gets placed on the things that do excite me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, actually you did. I mean, um, the Facebook post of yours that I drew upon to come up with today's topic, you posted it twice by accident. So it was a post so good, you had to put it out there two times. <laughs> yeah, that, that, you know, that, that, and, and that, I love that, you know, because I, uh, I often will post on Instagram and then have it post to Facebook. And sometimes you can, Instagram does have this sort of a glitch that you hit it hard right. twice and they're hit it twice and it does post twice. Yeah, so. but but it's cool though. I mean, good. I ran into a similar thing with uh, QuickBooks, the uh, the accounting program. Um, we use that one for uh, keeping the books on Louise's gardening business. And it has a little thing built in that will, and this kind of makes sense, if you use the same invoice number twice, the second time it'll post a little message on the screen saying, hey, you used it twice. But the way they said it was great. The way that the programmer said it when they wrote the little pop-up message was something like, um, that invoice number was so good, you had to use it twice. You might want to double-check it, though. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that, which is good, you know. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it, it's good you're able to, you know, it, to, to see that. And I, 
you know, and I love the way they wrote that. It's stuff like that that is really <laughs> awesome when when people, you know, do that. I, I have a, a a friend that does a lot of programming stuff, and one of the jokes he put in for the companies he works for is, you know, when people repeatedly hit a button, um, you know, like it, like somehow on a computer, it's going to help to keep hitting enter. Right. Um, he he has a thing where it picks up and he goes, hitting enter repeatedly will not. Get the desired refresh. You know what I mean? There's some little <laughs> pop up that comes with, it. and and it, it, you know people laugh at that because it is such a you get frustrated. You keep hitting hitting it. You know, it's like you're not helping. Is basically what the little pop up. I, I remember there was an application nice that I saw many years ago. This is like early internet, 1990s, and somebody had created a little application and just the same kind of thing. And after you hit enter like four or five times, something like that, a little. Um, cartoon bubble you know like the 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 bubble that you see in, in a cartoon strip where the the character is talking a little bubble would pop up and it would say ow 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 <laughs> every time you hit the <laughs> yeah button. exactly that, that's awesome yeah yeah <laughs> so it's all perspective it's all the way you're going to decide to look at it and and that's what i think about i mean the, the guy who was uh complaining about the academy awards right and he knew they were going to be there and he knew they were going to say the same thing and he knew he was going to post about how angry he was I think about it for a moment and I say, okay, so what is it that he really wanted? And I realize what he really wanted is he didn't want to have to change his own perspective. He wanted them to change their perspective. Like, right. like their perspective is his job. <laughs> and, and it makes me well, wonder, I mean, well, it, well it, when, it does, when does his own perspective become his own job? It's like his job was always about well, their it, perspective. It's never about his own. Wait, but but that and, and that's where society gets it wrong so often is is we get so stuck on you know it's sort of like my therapist friend that works with the uh, you know the gay and lesbian population. If you go look for people who are critical or judgmental of that, it's not hard to find. But if you look for the people that are supportive and that, they're not hard to find either. Nope. So, it, it, you know, the, the idea that you'll allow someone who disagrees with you to have the opinion, you know, I've, I've, I've said, you know, there's people that, that don't agree with me in my belief system, and I'm okay with that. You, you, you can't tell me, you can tell me it doesn't work, but I can tell you right back that it does work for me, and that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. it, it, I don't need to convince you. I'm secure enough in my belief system. I don't need to convince you that my system is right. My belief system is based on what worked for me. I need nothing else. I, I don't have to defend it. Absolutely. I mean, I guess what the point I'm also trying to make is that we are so willing to give up our own power in order to get mad at somebody else. Yes. We're just willing yes. to do that regularly. And, and why would we want to do that? Why would we want to give up our own power? Every time that we say somebody else has to change, and that's outside of our power, we give up our power. There's no point in that. Exactly. And, and you know, and, 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 you know, I've spoken this on the show before, and I, I did a Facebook post on this this week. The, the understanding that helps me the most in dealing with differing opinions or, or views in the world is if, if I were to give you a prescription lens that has a super high-powered, you know, for someone who is, is I, uh, what is it, nearsighted, uh, and you weren't nearsighted, you put those, that lens on, it would be a very distorted view of, of the world. You get a headache, but really. Where you view the world and how you grew up in the world gives you the lens in which you view the world. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, as I said before, uh, uh, you know, I, I use this and just because it is the most, you know, it, you know, relevant that people could, all people could do. Growing up in inner city Baltimore cannot give you the same perspective that growing up in Dallas, Texas can give you. It sure. can't. Uh, it, it, and so, so when I understand that everybody's lens that they view the world for through was created over a lifetime of what they grew up in, what their belief systems were, so there's no way they could view the world the same as me. They really can't. The, what I love about the law of attraction is the people that eventually find their way here, so to speak, in this belief. They come from all different backgrounds, mm. all different views of the world. And we all get to the same place. We're not going to, you know, we, you know, I have people that are very much a practitioner of the law of attraction that don't view the world at all like I view the world. Yeah, sure. And everybody's okay with that because we view the thing that matters the most. I'm in, I'm in charge of today. Donald Trump or Nancy Pelosi is not charge of, in charge of my day. Period. Thank goodness. Isn't that great? None of that. Yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's, it's like the best possible be news. In. It's like, holy cow. Yeah, thank it, thank it, goodness. It, it, <laughs> Yeah, and and you know the, the 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 way it's going to swing the other way. I mean, you know, it it it's you know one thing that does tend to happen, and this again, this is a very uh, uh, very difficult thing to for people to understand is the the more the the more you know without getting political, I, I don't want to go down that path too much, but the the more you focus on the negative. You know, what the response to Donald Trump at some point will have because the energy of anti stuff so much, the next person, the pendulum keeps swinging further the other way each time. Mm-hmm. And, and so it, it, you know, you create this, this, this spiral. And if everybody takes a time out and say, look, let's focus on us. Let's focus on what we're viewing the world as let's, let's put all that energy. And I'm all about voting, uh, being, being aware of what people believe, uh, being aware of, of where they're I believe in that. I, I think voting is a very solid thing. To do. I will never tell you how to vote, but I do believe in studying the candidates and vote what you what you believe. Mm-hmm. But do an independent study. Don't rely on someone who is telling you from a, a jaded perspective what their belief in the candidate is. Um, it, it's And all of that is our day has nothing to do with any of that. You, you can look at the world's falling apart, or you can look at right now your individual world. You are in charge of today. You're, you're, the, you're the CEO of today. And, and that, when you approach it that way, what am I going to do today? I want to be grateful. I'm going to filter my, I want to adjust my lens to see the things I'm grateful for. I'm not going to allow others to dictate the direction of my thought. I'm not going to keep going down these rabbit holes, chasing these conspiracies. I'm going to simply live my day with gratitude and attract more things to be grateful for. If I do that, it all takes care of itself. It's so the, the sad part is it's actually too simple. It, it, while the law of attraction can be complicated, that piece is the simple piece is understanding how simple it is, which is why it's complicated. If that yeah. makes any sense. Well, yeah, it does. Sure. And in fact, you and I have talked quite a bit about how we you know, for the most part, avoid the news. I think you avoid it a little bit more than I do because there are certain things I'm willing to look at, and you just kind of say, "Oh, go away. I'm not done. I'm done with you," um, which is probably the healthier position. I mean, I, I was a political scientist. I was a political science major in college, so there's always that little piece of me that, just from the political science point of view, I want to see what's going on. I don't really care. I don't have a, a horse in the race, so to speak, but I'm just so fascinated by that process. And yet, I'm also having to remind myself 
pretty much on a fairly regular basis that there are really no winners in politics. Politics is a lose-lose game. And the reason it's a lose-lose game is because it's based on fear. Every single political right. position, every single candidate, every single issue is fear-based. And that's hard to see yes. at first. But when you come to recognition that, yes, everything is fear-based, different people have different fears. The right has different fears from what the left has and vice versa. But when you realize that it's all fear-based, then it kind of gives you a, 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 an easier perspective for backing off and say, you know what, I don't have to take any of that too seriously. And what I find right. is when I look at, like I was having a conversation with a really good friend um, just yesterday in which she was expressing to me how frustrated she was with Donald Trump and uh, how she's not normally a political person. She was actually formerly a Republican. Yesterday she registered as a Democrat. And, and she's just so concerned along the lines of what you're talking about, that the country's falling apart, that, that democracy is under attack, that all this terrible stuff is going on. And I, I, she's a really good person. She's totally expert at, at law of attraction. She understands all this stuff. But like everybody else, we have our things that we're, we're dealing with. And that's one of the things she's dealing with. So I, because I'm a political scientist, I took some of my expertise and applied it for her. And I told her I, I track a lot of this stuff. I, I track like um, overall polling results. I, I track what's happening you know, from the broader perspective in the polls because that's a useful tool from a political science perspective to understanding not only where are we at, but where are we going and so forth. And the the main thing I told her about, there's a kind of poll that almost all the pollsters do on a fairly regular basis. It has a number of different names, but you could kind of overall call it the generic congressional ballot poll. And what this poll consists of, it, it's usually like a, a sub-piece of another poll. You know, it's like a couple of questions out of a poll, and then they, they extract that and, and count it as the generic congressional ballot poll. And, and basically, they're wondering, you know, what's your tendency? Are you more likely to vote for a Republican or for a Democrat in the next congressional election? That, that's the, the generic question. It, it has various forms, but that's really what it all adds up to. And typically, over the last oh couple decades or so, the population as a whole has leaned about five or six points, maybe seven or eight points toward Republican. It's been going on. I don't think there's been an exception since like the 1970s or early 1980s. I mean, it's been a long time, put it that way. In 2016, when Donald Trump got elected president, that poll dramatically shifted. And since then, it's been about five or six points Democrat. Now, when... When, when you're looking from a political science perspective at what's going on in the overall theme of things, and you see something that is that stark on a polling that has been going on year after year after year with the same kind of result, and now all of a sudden it has a big shift, it's a big indicator. It says there's something that's changed. There's something that's changed in the general global political mindset, so to speak. And obviously, it's pretty clear what the, the change was. It was the election of Donald Trump. So something with that election of Donald Trump caused about 12 to 14 percent of the population to shift their perspective and want to answer that Democrat instead of Republican. And I pointed out what that means is that the, the next midterm is very likely to be a strong shift toward the Democrat, because that's really what this poll talks about. It talks about the next time that there's going to be a congressional election. And she heard that. And she sighed. She said, wow, that's really great. And then she immediately turned into all the reasons why we had to be so concerned about fighting for democracy. And I'm thinking, wow. You know, here I gave her this really strong, and I know how strong this evidence is. There's really strong evidence that there's a major shift about to take place that'll probably show up in this year's midterm elections. She lashed onto it, 
And yet, look how, and she, she's, she's a very strong LOA practitioner, and yet, look how easily she was drawn back to the old dialogue that she was having. It, it just blows me yeah. away. Yeah, and, and, and I, I see that. I see that so much in, in you know, it, it, whether they're law of attraction, practice, all of this is an ongoing thing. And, and you, you, we say this in some form or fashion and directly every week, what we're putting out there emotionally is what we're signaling. Yeah. And anytime you're in fear of or worried about or all that, you actually are intentionally inviting awareness to that versus, you know, at the end of the day, we're going to get what we're going to get. And we're, we're in charge of it. We've, we, we are the, again, the CEO of that. And that's taking place today. So within today, it doesn't really matter what all this other stuff is because we're in control of today. And, and those are outside influences which have an emotional effect which drive us down. It's part of the, the programming that helps us, you know, the, 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 the vicious cycle that we're in is the programming that the news has. Is, it is programming based on ratings. And whether you're Fox News or CNN, your job is to make pe- people fearful of because fear sells and they're going to watch it. Uh, so, uh, you know, let we talked, we, you know, we talked about September 11th and how many people watch those planes flying into the building, right. uh, fear sells and that the ratings go up. So what happens is the, you know, the Fox news crowd is these people, what they're trying to do is take over and steal your guns and take your rights away. That's what they're telling them mm-hmm. that, you, you got it. They, they want to make everybody into have forced abortions and all these other things. Your rights are going to be taken away. You're going to have death committees on the on the health care system. They say all these ridiculous things. Right. And then the other side is your your rights are being taken away. You no longer have the opportunity to speak freely. Uh, the you know, human rights are being violated. And, and you're right. And, and how that translates to you is this. And. And, and so that other side's fearful that democracy is falling apart. Uh, and, 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 you know, they, they both will say that they're fearful that their rights are being taken away. And both will, you know, they both think democracy, democracy is falling apart, but from opposite perspectives. And again, this sales job to get you to feel that one of the, my, my father, who's elderly and is in Florida and, uh, uh, I don't know, several months ago, he slipped and fell, he broke his hip and, hmm. uh, he was living, uh, by himself or living with my sister actually for a while. And, uh, he, he was, he was so worried. I would call and check on him and he, he sat around all day and he'd watch the news. And then he kept talking about how everybody's under attack. Everything's falling apart. He was scared, just scared every day. And when he went to this home that where rehabilitation on which he actually chose to stay there, uh, long-term, he got to, he's talking to other people. They don't watch the news there. He's such a happier person. Wow. He's not worried about it. And, and, and I'm like, dad, you, this is what I was talking about. Don't, don't get in. <laughs> you, you have fought all your battles. You've done what you did. Just let's work on being happy. He is so much better since he, and, you know, he, since he's become socialized again and he's not watching some newscast telling him that, you know, like, like his big thing, he says, 
He said, I, I, I think they're just going to start collecting all of our guns. And I'm going, Dad, you don't even have a gun. <laughs> well, I, if I want one, I want to be able to get it. I'm <laughs> yeah, like, right. well, well, I've argued that you, one, you, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it, 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 it's just, but he, but he sat there and he watched, and, he, and, and it's so convincing because they all have facts and statistics and fake news to back them up. And so it, it so he was in that versus just turning it off. And I, I don't mean not be a good citizen. You know, the part of this that's in our control is if you have a, a candidate you're in favor of, support them, uh, put signs up, contribute money, and make sure you vote for them. That, that's not, that's good. That's, that is how we do it in an appropriate way. Exactly. Yeah. And, and in fact, yeah. the more that, the more that I see this and more I realize just how fear-based the whole thing is, the more I recognize that what, what you're talking about there is really the bottom line. We get to choose. We get to choose what we're going to focus yep. on. And, and in fact, yesterday, um, Louise and I had dinner with Anne-Marie and Mike, who are two of the co-authors of the book that we put out recently. And uh, it was a great dinner. We had a fun time. I have to tell you, honestly, I told a lot of Joel stories. <laughs> some, some, some of your greatest hits from the podcast, like you know, the, the client who had uh, 16 years of therapy because uh, her therapist was convinced she was sexually abused. And you sat down with her and your first question to her was, well, why are you, are you done? <laughs> just yeah. anyway, they love that one, you know, or, you know, I mean, there's like yeah. a bunch of those that I was telling, but every one of them were stories about changing your perspective in the face of all kinds of fear and reason not to change your perspective. And that's what's so cool right. about your message. I love your message. Well, and, and, the, and the perspective issue, that, that's the, to me, this is the gift of the law of attraction. That, that is the superpower we've been given it, of, of literally developing this, this power to snap your fingers and change the way you're looking at things. Uh, the, the, once you develop that and, and you realize you're, you're in control, as I said, it's so simple that so many people are like, well, it, it can't be that simple. Life isn't that simple. It, it's, it's like, well, it, it's so simple. It's complicated. It, it really is because you, you overthink it, you overdo it, you over try it. And mm -hmm. then you actually put resistance into the concept of doing it. But the reality is everything, everything is broken down. There's people that are going to be listening to this podcast. And there's going to be a certain percentage of them that are like, oh, wow, this is eye-opening. I'm in charge of it. And other people are like, that's ridiculous. I'm not in charge of anything. I'm, 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 I'm a victim of all this. I, 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 it goes against their narrative. We, we use that word fault a lot. None of this is my fault. Well, people don't want to hear that. I, I recently uh, became certified in, as a brain health coach. Um, through the Amen Clinic, and Dr. Daniel Amen, who is a wow. famous psychiatrist that I've been really, really fortunate to follow for a long time. And he is actually a very hard program. Usually those things aren't that hard, but it was, you know, 250 questions uh, wow. uh, about brain, brain function, and it was pretty hard. Um, and I, I got a 93 on the exam, and the two questions I missed I still think I'm right, of course. Um, <laughs> two, two, two of the questions, now some of them I just missed, but two of the questions that I missed were, were you know, how many thing, of these things are in your control? And I forget the exact thing, but he listed like three, you know, three things. And then one of the answers, all of the above. Well, I hit all of the above because everything in my mind was in their control. 
Well, there's only one of them from his perspective, or, <laughs> you know, according to science, you know, that was in your control. And, and my response to the, to back to the grader of the test was, I still think I'm right. Mm. And, and the lady, the lady's like, does it matter? Really? I mean, it, 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 it. she said, <laughs> Oh, I love that. She said a, a, a 93 is the same as a 99. It's the same grade. It, it doesn't change anything. It's, <laughs> it's an incredible score. The average score of the test is 85. Uh, you scored a 93. Be happy with that. I go, well, it's probably because everybody gets that question wrong because it's <laughs> answered wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah so so within within all of that but but my point is that there's so much more your reality is your perspective and you are in charge of that so people understanding you know when you're sitting there and you're you're in a life of poverty or you're dealing with a lot of depression and a lot of that it's a difficult message to hear that that is your responsibility. Mm. It, it it's it's it it goes against the face of everything. Well, you're depressed, so you're not responsible for your feelings. My statement is yes, you are depressed, and you're responsible for your recovery. You can play an active role in your recovery. There are things you can do for your recovery from depression that are simple, easy, and fast. Yeah, and I like you that don't part. You have to see a doctor, Bill. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, I especially like the easy and fast part. Um, it reminds me of a conversation yeah. I had with Wendy during uh, yesterday's podcast. I think it was yesterday, in which she was telling me how there's this uh, real estate mogul guru who who only does um, real estate to the stars, and he makes, has a very lucrative career, and and he has like a mailing list, and she's on his mailing list, and and uh, she really likes all the stuff that she that he teaches and so forth. Well, anyway, he decided one day to share his his step by step method of of how he goes through his day, how he addresses his day, and how he structures it, and what he does to get himself going and so forth, get himself wound up to really go do the stuff he wants to do. She got the list of items and she looked at it and there's like this long list of really, you know, intense things to do just to get his day started. And her response was literally, quote, oh, just kill me now. <laughs> like, I can't do yeah. this. Yeah. It's far too much. And so I told her, well, here's my list. I have a one item list. Feel good. She says, I like your list. <laughs> well, I mean, it, you can make it as complex it, you as know, we you... want, you know, but, you know, how complex do you want it to be? You can make it real simple if you want to. Why not make it simple? Well, and, and, you know, I, I have, a uh, and, and, and there's, there's times where, you know, in my life, the, the, you know, there, there's, there's a spectrum of things, you know, you, I tend to, you know, Justin, my son will ask me, well, you know, what are we going to be doing? When are we doing this? Son, I have no idea what we're doing today. I, I'm not, I'm not way down the road. Um, now there's, there's times when planning does help down the road, but of I, I tend to, to, I tend to function best with, you know, each independent day is going to yield what each independent day yields. And I'm in charge of that day. And if I put the good days together and do that, it, it, you know, just, just like you're saying, I can make today complicated or I can make it simple. And the law of attraction is either complicated or it's either simple. And as with your perspective, you're in control of which one it is. You know, you, you, there's, there's tons of gurus. And I've signed, always sign up for the things just to see what they're, they're talking about. And, you know, a lot of them are selling, you know, I, I will, you know, I will walk you through the law of attraction and guarantee your results. And I'll do this. And I'll do that. And I go, well, you know, I mean, that, that's nice, but 
at the end of the day, what you're telling somebody is they, they're in control of their perspective, period. Do it. I mean, you can only frame it so many ways. You can, you can make it as when you know, just complicated step by step, you know, doing all this. I, I do use tools. I do write things down. I do write my, my, I, I do have a vision board kind of thing going. I do, I do those things, but it, it, it's not in a sense of a, a rigid, uh, uh, you know, just making my day complicated. It, it, I just start the day with, let me practice all the tools I learned and, and I will adapt throughout the day and apply what I need to apply. Uh, if things, if I need to work on anxiety or something, you know, if, if and I, I don't have, very seldom have any anxiety at all, but occasionally if something comes, I, I have the ability to say, no, well, let's stop for a second. Let me, let me identify where the anxiety is coming from. What is that about? Where's going? And and I quickly can get away from it. I mean, there was a time where I was debilitated by depression and anxiety. Mm. And today I can just sort of, you know, um, excuse the language, but, you know, I, I told this kid the other day, he loved this. He, he deals a lot with this. I said, depression is my bitch now. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, 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 I don't, I don't, you know, it, it has zero over me. And there was a time where it controlled me. And all that changed was my ability to understand it. And, and I was in charge of it. And it, it certainly, and again, that, that message scares a lot of people. Oh, Joel, you're not saying, no, depression's very real, but also the, my, our answer is very real too. Uh, it, it's something that, uh, and, and my disclaimer, because I am in the business, you know, I never suggest not doing what your doctor says. Please consult your doctor if he has you on a treatment for depression. But I am saying that you do have to play a role in aggressively helping yourself. And that's a, an incredible eye-opening experience when you can do that. Uh, there, there's, there's several people over the years that several doctors over the years that have gone full, you know, have gone full circle back to, you know, it, it is more about you. It isn't about the medication. It's more mm. about you, you in charge of that. And, and so that excites me. We live in a world now that I think more and more people are starting to realize, you know, how this law of attraction works, how it affects us. And, and I, I get a lot of positive feedback and, 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 and people that have been through years of therapy that have never really understood this are, are finding great relief using these techniques and, and, and are great advocates now. So, you know, the idea that people are affected by this, the, the law of attraction can work as fast as you'll allow the law of attraction to work. Yeah. Go ahead. It, and and that that's that's the gift, Walt. It it isn't like we're going to need thirty days for the medication to stabilize. That's that's great for the medication. For right now, you can change your day today. Right now, at this moment, your perspective of today is how today is going to be. That's what yes. you're going to attract. That is an incredible gift. It's a remarkable gift, and and part of why I I am so enthusiastic about it is. I've learned in my own life that I really can change my perspective. I think that's probably the, the hardest part right now, right there, actually believing you can change your own perspective and you can do it on demand. You can do it whenever you want to. Um, because at first I didn't think I could. Uh, in fact, as I look back, the one thing, I mean, for everybody, it's going to be a different thing. But for me, the one thing that helped me to believe I actually could change my perspective was when I heard Abraham Hicks describe uh, belief as a thought that you think over and over again. And I heard that. I said, whoa, that really is true. I mean, that's what propaganda is. Propaganda is repeating a lie over and over again and people believing it. Um, that's what fake it till you make it is. That's repeated over and over again until you believe it. 
And, and in fact, we can use that to the positive. We can say, you know what? I want to believe that I can change my mindset. So you know what? I'm going to keep saying to myself every day, I can change my mindset. You know, I really believe I can change my mindset. In fact, I can even feel myself changing my mindset. I believe it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. And you know what the strangest thing is, Joel? I kept saying that, and I started to believe it. Because it really is true. A belief is a thought that we think over and over again. So I use that as, as like my best tool whenever I feel like I'm stuck to say, you know what? All I got to do is just keep repeating my new belief to myself and it'll become easier. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that, that is it. And when you, when you, you are doing exactly what what we're supposed to do with that that when you understand you're in control of that you can flip it you're in charge of it you can do it you believe it then it becomes such a reality that that it it it, it becomes really easy to do until you're aware of that uh until you're able to uh uh put yourself in that that huh let me see i am in charge of this so all my response i'm in charge of that then it it it, it gives you a feeling of power that never existed in my life and i speak only for me until i realized all this I, I i have great power in my life i have great power in how i feel yeah and and the yield from that is the abundance that comes with a feeling of abundance the other it's just so so exciting such an exciting way to live and and that's that's what it brings to the table that's why you and i talk every third that's, that's why right. the, other, <laughs> the other hosts are are you know on here it it, it this isn't just some random you know, new new thought way of thinking. This is a a time met a proven method that has its roots that goes back thousands of years. It, it's I'm always shocked at you know how the on the Buddhist principles are very much the same. You know of of the the thoughts and you know you 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 look at all these these this thought process has been around for all, forever and you know even even. In the religious side of it, they, they talk about, you know, the, the faith of a mustard seed, you move a mountain, mm -hmm. you know, the, the idea that, that you know, most any teachings of, of self-help or religion or anything, somewhere along the way, touches on the law of attraction. And, and throughout history, it's, it's a great, great gift that's been known. And, and you know, it, it, the, the fact that the secret was such a, a great conduit to so many people and opened the eyes to mm -hmm. so many people. But this goes way back before that. And oh, such yeah. a... It, it, it being so easy, just like you're talking about, we almost it, it's hard to swallow it because wait a minute, I've I've wasted all of this energy my entire life in this other direction, and it's this simple. Yeah, how it, could it's it be almost easy? like well, <laughs> that's not possible. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that that's the piece that a lot of people just just can't grasp. Yeah, yeah, it, and it is emotionally, it's a big shift to make. But then again, just by taking the steps to make the shift. Even that becomes easier. That's the part that I think amazes me most of all. But you, you just take some of the steps, and all of a sudden, what seemed incredible, what seemed impossible, what seemed ridiculous, what seemed like, oh, God, how could I miss that, suddenly becomes easier. Like, oh, this feels better. This yeah. feels good. Yeah, and, and, and this, this, is, uh, this is really the, the point that matters. You know, you know, like you said, a thought, you know, belief is just thoughts over and over again. You know, it, it's you, you if you if you tell something there, there is an experiment done and kids are kids are always their minds are very open to suggestion and thoughts. And and there's a I forget the scientist that did it, but it was a very uh, good example of 
they took a bunch of eight-year-olds and they told this ridiculous story about an alligator that was driving a car and smoking a cigarette. <laughs> and they okay. laughed. And he came into their classroom every day and he told us the story. And he, he expounded the story as time goes on. Within about a month of, of doing that every day, and he, he took it from a story of just ha ha ha, it's funny to telling telling details about it. The kids were truly convinced that an alligator was driving a car and smoking a cigar. Yeah, truly. Yeah. I mean, they they really, really. I mean, they were they were at. I mean, they, when they would tell the story, it it was as factual as anything else in their world. Mm-hmm. It really was. Mm-hmm. And it was just given to them and. And of course, he he, you know, he also sort of unprogrammed, but he was trying to give the example of of how truth is what you know the fake it till you make it thing is it's an incredible tool and it's also a dangerous tool. It can work either that's way. one of the reasons that I, yeah, that's one of the reasons I believe news is a bad thing for me, is because I can get caught up in the propaganda of it all. Yeah, and you know the you I I don't want to live a life where my my opinions or my perspective is, uh, I don't want to, I worked hard to gain dominion over my, my, my perspective. I don't want to give it away easy. That's, that's actually one of the reasons I do still pay attention to politics from the global perspective, not getting involved in the, the fistfights, but just, you know, it, it, looking at it from the political science perspective, because that's one of the things I did learn in political science, just how easily Everyone is swayed by beliefs that get repeated over and over again. Propaganda. You you, you can see it over yeah. the last couple of years since the presidential election. On both sides of the of the fence, on the left, you you can see a whole bunch of propaganda that has come through. You know, basically trying to poison the well where anything regarding the president is concerned. And on the right, you have the exact right. same thing going in the opposite direction. I mean, they're both doing the exact same right. thing, and you can actually see the needle move in the polls. You know, here, you no, know, the left really going at, it, and all of a sudden, the the uh, disapproval rating of the president goes up, and then you see the right doing the same thing, and all of a sudden, the disapproval rating goes down. It, it just—it's amazing how easily we're influenced by all this stuff. Absolutely, and and that that is the that is the piece that we're in control of our side of that. You know, the when when. You know, when all of this is taking place and you're 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 buying into the propaganda of, of e- again either side, you know, I, I I try to say you know somewhere between the two sides there's an answer. And, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, it, it you you know I, I I hear the you know the right saying well you know Donald Trump's criticized too much every word he said is scrutinized too much blah blah blah. Well, he says such stupid things that yes, it's true, <laughs> and they do they do overdo it. Uh, you know, he, they, they do over-criticize. I mean, he had he's had incredible success with North Korea, regardless of how we got there. I don't know where it's going, but nobody's done as much as he has. That, that, that's a check mark. And the other side, you know, so instead of just being on one side, the propaganda wants to downplay everything universally. It isn't about that. It, it, there are shades of gray in all this. And, and none of it matters because you, Walt, and our audience members – they're solely in control of their perspective for today. And this time forward, you are in charge of whether this is a good day or a bad day, period. Nobody else. Well, my perspective is that I'm so glad we do these shows. And my only regret is that we won't get to do it again for another week. So my perspective is I can't wait for next week. Joel, it's been a pleasure. Let's do it again next week. Well, great to talk to you, my friend. And we'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.